0: Let's start to plan for abundance. What if we actually started to lay the foundation of when that money is coming in? Where will I go? And I would challenge you with this. First off, if you're setting your goals, if you've set goals this past year, I never set an income goal without setting a giving goal first. I never set an income goal without setting a giving goal first. Okay, and this is where, if you're planning for your expenses, you're planning for your budget, Okay, plan for abundance as well, because that's where margin is going to actually come into play now. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents and abilities. In order to leave a legacy, you need to live your legacy of excellence through the five power pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. Now, our programs are specifically designed to give you the blueprint and strategies that you need to gain an edge in the most important areas of your life. Join us in creating the next wave of kingdom entrepreneurs and become the CEO of your life by visiting kingscouncilcoaching.com and connect with one of our team members today. This episode is brought to you by Anchored Coffee. Anchored Coffee is a coffee company unlike any other. Not only do they provide the most delicious and fresh coffee on the market, they also are positively impacting the communities where the coffee is growing. Anchored Coffee is on a mission to change the world through coffee. And as a subscriber of this podcast, you can get 15% off your next order using the promo code KING15. So visit impacttheworld.coffee today and use the promo code KING15 at checkout. That's impacttheworld.coffee using the promo code KING15. 15 to get 15% off your next order. Enjoy the show. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and we're gonna continue in and I haven't even decided how many parts of this series I want it to be yet because I just feel like God is just revealing so much to me upon just these kingdom money principles. So We're going to dive more into that today. We talked last week just about understanding that we serve a God of increase, right? a God of abundance, and we're going to kind of continue along that path today. But before we really dive into that, I got to make mention of this. We have another division of a podcast, the King's Council podcast, that we're rolling out here real, real soon. And so I needed to let you guys know this. It is called The Chosen Podcast. It's going to be hosted by None other than my brother, my homie, and actually director of member relations here within the King's Council, Mr. Caleb Spittler. And the point of this is we have amazing people within the tribe, within the community here of King's Council, our coaching program. And I thought, man, we got to get their stories out. Some incredible people, incredible stories, wisdom, and just incredible experience and expertise. So you guys are going to want to subscribe to that, whether it'll be on our YouTube channel, if you're already subscribed to that, or on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever platform that you're using to listen to right now, subscribe to that, the chosen podcast powered by King's Council. It's going to be incredible. I know he's got a few interviews already under his belt, and I cannot wait to hear all the cool stories of the members of the King's Council. So Anyways, let's dive into this, guys, because I could talk about this topic and these principles all day long, but I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet for you guys today. But it's really two principles that I wanted to continue to kind of lay this foundation of, yes, we serve a God of increase, but now then, what does that actually mean? And so importantly, within the King's Council, we really coach and teach that, yeah, we can help you make money. We can absolutely do that. but. I really have no interest in helping people acquire wealth or making money if they're not going to steward it well. So we're going to talk about stewardship, and then we're going to talk about margin today. And really, I believe God is a God of margin. So many of us, especially if we you know, have taken Dave Ramsey courses or something, we talk about a budget and limiting our resources or operating below our means. And it's really just a focus on decreasing versus walking in abundance and walking in the freedom that we have. And so many people have this preconceived notion that being a good steward actually means to spend as little as possible. Think about that. Like That's really a mindset that most people have. Just ask yourself right now, is that the type of mindset that you had? That if you spend as little as possible, that must mean you are a good steward. Okay, and I'm going to challenge you on this because I don't see anywhere in scripture where that is mentioned. What I do see is that we cannot serve both God and money or mammon, which would be like the power that we give money. We can't serve both of them. And most of us are serving money in our poverty. Okay, we're serving it even when we're sifting through the coupons and trying to find the best, cheapest, least quality item out there. Are we actually serving God in that manner, or are we serving money, looking to get the cheapest possible thing, especially when we're going to talk about this eventually, the principle of just the kingdom economy and where we're sowing our seed, that it should be sown in good soil versus just willy-nilly anywhere and everywhere. And that's going to allow God to use it and to replicate it and to multiply it more and more. So if for some reason you believe that spending as little money as possible that then is going to cause God to bless you with more. I'm going to really challenge you on this today. If people think that you can spend as little as possible, then you're going to get ahead financially. I truly, truly do not believe that that is a true principle. Okay. Now, there obviously is wisdom and experience on how to operate our money and where we're going to spend our money when it's spending foolishly or lavishly. But Today, I just want to really challenge us on this, that if you spent less, if you had more self-discipline, do you think that you would be fine? Do you think that you would be okay? We can do two things with money. We can spend it or we can invest it. Really, truly, what I believe is we have to shift this and understand that even when we're spending it, we could be investing it because we can choose who we're going to spend that with. Are we investing into other kingdom-minded businesses? Okay, this is just the start of what we're going to really be building out here is the kingdom economy. I just so believe we've got to be intentional with where we're spending our money, who we're spending our money with. Back to just stewardship. If you think your definition of stewardship is spending as little as possible, I'm going to challenge you on this today. Because at the end of the day, God owns everything. If we really believe the word of God, God owns everything, and we're simply here to manage it. And he's given us these principles and really just a blueprint of how to operate, how to actually invest this money appropriately to always have a return. There's seed time and there's harvest time. There's sowing and there's reaping. And We're going to get to all of this throughout this series. But again, today I want to just focus on the importance of stewarding. And then really why we have this concept of a budget operating by a budget, because most people have that negative connotation of like, oh, you mean I can't go buy that $7 coffee? That's just a negative framework that we've built around the idea of a budget. And so I want to unpack that with you as well over the next few minutes. So back to stewardship. I would ask anybody, challenge anybody, if you know of any scriptures out there that says, God blesses those who are frugal. God blesses anybody who is stingy and spends as little as possible. I didn't see that anywhere within the Bible. And really, I mean, this is a parable that's used a lot when talking about this, but the parable of the talents. Okay, Matthew 25. I'm not going to read it today, but if you just go back and spend some time, there's so many nuggets out of this. But the one that was called wicked and lazy was the one that hid his money. He operated out of fear because he didn't have enough or he didn't want to lose it. The one who spent as little as possible was called wicked and lazy. And the ones who were called good and faithful, the two that were good and faithful, they were rewarded with more. And those were the ones that actually put the money to use. They went to the market. They traded their money in order to increase it. So, with what the master gave, then remember, we have been given this commission to go forth, to multiply, to take dominion, that we are to be productive with everything that we have. And that includes the money that God blesses us with. We are to produce more of it with that money. I can promise you that ain't putting it in a savings account and getting a 0.01% interest rate. Now, you want to have a little nest egg set aside for unexpected. Bills, you need some liquidity there, but we need to get in the habit of stewarding our money well by using it to increase it. Again, if you go reread that parable, it plainly states that if you're not increasing what God gave you, then you are not a good steward. We can't get this part backwards. If you're not increasing it, we're not stewarding it appropriately. Okay, being a good steward doesn't mean to spend as little as possible. A good steward is the one that increases what God gives them, not just holds on to it out of fear. Okay, We manage it well by tucking it away and hiding it. No, 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 no. We manage it well by putting it to use, by increasing it. Our ability is based upon our availability. Are we going to make ourselves available to God? Are we going to take responsibility to actually put it to use, to increase it? and then the accountability portion of it as well, because we're going to have to give an account to everything that we've done. Money, time, talents, treasures, whatever it is, we've got to give an account to that as well. Okay, And in everything that we do, we should have this mindset of increase. We serve a God of increase. Okay, Now, we do need to obviously operate within certain guidelines. We're not willy-nilly spending money anywhere and everywhere, because you just heard me say, hey, we don't have to limit our spending. That's not what I'm saying at all. We do need to be good stewards of it, but we don't need to necessarily be that super budgeter person in order to succeed financially. Okay. I hope you guys are tracking me on this. We got to know what's going on. We need to remove any sort of confusion around where we're spending our money. So if you do not have a budget laid out, and I'm going to challenge you on thinking like what a budget actually is, Because budgets are good things. It's not putting a limit on things. It's laying out it is what it is. But operating within margin, putting margin within our budget is going to allow you to take advantage of opportunities that are put before you. Okay. We got to put ourselves in a position in which God can use. One of my desires is to just be so sensitive to the Holy Spirit, like, okay. God speak to me on who I can bless today. And he says, give this person a thousand dollars. And I don't have a thousand dollars. What am I doing? Then I can't. We can't give what we ain't got. Right? In order to give, we gotta get. We gotta build in margin into our life to have that flexibility to be able to give out of our abundance. Back to just margin. It's just gotten that bad rap that we're operating on a budget. So we think there's restrictions. We think there's just kind of a stronghold on our finances, but in simple terms, a budget is an estimation of revenue and expenses over a specific period of time. That's literally what the definition of a budget is, an estimation of revenue and expenses. So, okay, I know I make 60 grand this year. I know I make 600 grand this year, whatever it is, it's just an estimation. And then you lay out your expenses and if your expenses are more than your revenue, Now we should maybe get back to the drawing board and look at areas where we can steward well. Okay. So it's important to have this budget in place. We provide this within the King's Council of what a budget looks like, but I imagine you can probably Google and find some others out there as well. But we should know where we're spending our money monthly, annually, and then we can put a real plan in place. Okay. Now let's talk about margin. There's several different Meanings or definitions to margin, like in the business and finance world, there's different situations. And when it's talked about, where it could be like the cost of a product, right? And how much you sell it for. So the difference would be the margin, right? Or it can mean the amount of revenue from total sales that exceeds the cost in the business. And like non business or non finance lingo, it refers to the blank. Space around the text on a page, right? Like you think of a margin there, or the amount allowed beyond what is necessary. Okay, so it's the amount that is allowed beyond what's necessary. We got to allow for a margin in our lives. We allow for margin of error. We've heard that phrase before, the margin of sanity, right? That means there's a limit in capacity beyond which something will cease to exist. There's margin there. Now, back to money and how this works, because what I said before, money can be spent or it can be saved. And how we do either of those is a representation of our stewardship. As I mentioned, we can't serve two masters. So we're either serving God or we're serving money based upon what's dictating the decision. If you have two options to purchase from, two things to purchase, and you know one is better than the other, Okay, or one is cheaper than the other, but you know that that person may not be a kingdom business okay, versus the other one that is. And if we choose to serve money in that decision, we're serving money. In the Bible clearly says we cannot serve two masters. So how do we do this? How do we create a budget? Or for this matter, let's just call it a plan. How do we create a plan, but build in margin? Okay, because a budget mindset, that's a fixed mindset. I've had many experiences of this in my life, sales reps that we've had. They just had a number that they would want to hit each week. And if they hit that number, it's like they just would not work anymore. Their mindset was just fixed. It's like, well, I just need to make two grand this week and then I'd be happy. They basically limit God's ability to use them for more. They put a cap on their own ability based upon their mindset. A budget mindset is a fixed mindset. Mindset. A margin mindset is growth. Okay. I want a growth mindset. Now we're content with what we have and where we are, but we are never satisfied. I'm operating on margin here. I want to make as much as I possibly can. I want to have as much time as I possibly can. Okay. That's a margin mindset. It's a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Like I said, I believe God really desires us to operate with that margin type of mindset. While it's certainly wise for us to plan for expenses, we still should plan for abundance as well. Okay, we can plan for expenses, but let's start to plan for abundance. What if we actually started to lay the foundation of when that money is coming in? Where will I go? And I would challenge you with this. First off, if you're setting your goals, if you've set goals this past year, I never set an income goal without setting a giving goal first. I never set an income goal without setting a giving goal first, okay? And this is where if you're planning for your expenses, you're planning for your budget, okay, plan for abundance as well because that's where margin is going to actually come into play. Now, the most important kingdom principle out there, which I'm going to be talking about next week, is tithing, okay? And some people might not like this topic, but I promise you that's why you will never continue to grow By trying to operate within the kingdom, there are principles that are in place and I'm going to unpack them like no other on next week's call. But again, I wanted to lay this foundation, but kingdom principle number one is tithe. Okay. If you're not tithing, start to tithe and just see how God will open the window of blessings upon you. That's scripture right there in the book of Malachi. There's a window of blessings that God wants to open, but he can't do it if you're not operating within these principles, okay? God put these principles in place in order for us to operate within them, okay? But it takes just as much as us to make those principles work and walk those principles out as well. We'll just cover the tithe a little bit here. Why I like to talk about tithe, even when we're talking about margin, is what is the tithe? First off, tithe is 10%. Okay, it's not $500 or $1000. God didn't say I want your first $1000 or your first $500. No, he gave a percentage. He gave a margin that we should set aside and give back to him. Tithing is not giving. Okay? I want to be clear on that. Tithing is simply an act of obedience. We're being obedient when we tithe. We're literally giving God back what was already his. Remember, we're stewarding. God owns everything. A tithe is simply us just giving back in obedience, and then we get to operate with 90% of it. It's a simple mindset shift. Like We get to do what we want with the other 90%, and I would suggest you build in margin with that 90%, live the lifestyle that you can allow margin to be built in that will allow you to give above and beyond, Okay, because that's when true blessings will be unlocked. Remember, back in the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, it says to one, he gave five, to one, he gave two, and the other, he gave one. And then it said, each according to their ability. I thought initially like, man, that's not fair. Each according to their ability. But as I dove into it more, it's like, okay, what was the gauge of their ability? How did God know what their ability was? And it's what they did with the talents. The one who just sat on it and did nothing with it, God Call them wicked and lazy. The one who actually put it to use, the two who actually put it to use, God said, Well done, a good and faithful servant. You've stewarded this well. I will give you more. Okay. That's according to our ability. In our coaching program, two questions that I often ask when we're talking about this or when people are just kind of like stuck in a spot in life. One of the questions I always ask is if there was. One thing that you knew you wouldn't fail at, what would it be? And it's always interesting to get people's answer on that. Usually it takes a little bit for them to answer this, but if there was one thing that you know that you would not fail at, what would it be? And then the other question I ask is if you woke up tomorrow morning, there's two commas in your bank account, call it 10 million bucks. You wake up and there's $10 million in your bank account, what would you do? Most people say, I'd give it away. I'd give it to this charity or or whatever it is. And if our mindset is that we only want to give out of our abundance, first off, that's not generosity. Okay. If you're only giving out of abundance, that's not generosity. Okay. And even then, yes, we should give, but also, why don't we steward that money well? Why don't we put it to use? First off, ask God what I should do with it. How can I steward this well? How can I start a business that's going to now create more revenue that's going to replicate and multiply this versus I'm going to just give it away? It's like, oh, you got money. Now you're going to be generous. That's not how it works. Before harvest, you always have to plant the seeds. There's always seed time before there's harvest time. Remember, God said he gave according to their ability in Matthew 25. So many people are working for, like, well, when I get money, I'll give, or someday I'm gonna give. I promise you that that someday is never gonna happen if you're not giving now. Okay. So what we have to do is we have to create this plan. We got to create this budget, right? It's a plan that we have right now. We have to steward what we have now. And then that's gonna put us in a position to steward the abundance that God wants to give us. Okay. And that's where margin comes into play. As I mentioned, if you don't have a, a budgeting worksheet, I would Try to find one, Google one, simple Excel spreadsheet. We go through this within the King's Council, but use that as a tool to build in margin in your life. We've talked about the Good Samaritan. I love talking about this and how just incredibly expensive it is to be the Good Samaritan. But if that Good Samaritan was operating on a budget where every last dollar was spent, how could he have paid For that person to stay in the inn, and then even say, if there's more debt when I come back, I'll pay for that too. It's because he had a plan in place. He had margin built into his operating expenses that allowed him. So think of your savings account. Don't even call it a savings account anymore. Call it like your storehouse. The Bible talks about your storehouses will be filled. Call it like your storehouse account that you can now have margin. You build in margin into your daily budget weekly, annual, monthly budget, whatever it is. And now you've built in that margin that when you're called upon, when you're ready to get in the game, you're ready. You've put yourself in a position in which God can actually use. We gotta build margin into our life that allows us to be a blessing to others. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash King's Council Coaching.